0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode number 24 of the HMA Fantasy Wrestling Podcast. We are so excited that you have joined us today to listen into this episode because, in my opinion, it is the greatest HMA Fantasy rep Wrestling episode of all time. If you have liked our past projects, if you like our current project, the NCAA Champion Duels, you are going to absolutely love this episode. This duel came down to the wire, and by that I mean it came down to the very, very last match, um, and it had people crazy at certain points, a lot of really cool matches, and this thing's only getting better, so tune in. All right, let's get back into this next duel. 2016 is the number five seed, taking on 2010, which is the 12 seed, Uh, this one's stacked man a lot a lot of really good wrestlers 2010 was the year i really really got into my fandom for the sport and so i'm excited to talk about these guys um but let's go ahead and and go with it 2016 jack why don't you tell us who we got for this lineup
1: nico megalutis uh one-time champ nashon garrett one-time champ um dean howell two-time champ Zane Rutherford, three-time champ. Isaiah Martinez, two-time champ. Alex Deringer three-time champ. Miles Martin, one-time champ. Gabe Dean, two-time champ. Jaden Cox, three-time champ. Kyle Snyder, three-time champ. Insane. Yeah, it's a really um, good lineup.
0: Man. And on the other end of it, 2010, Seth, run it through for us.
2: We got McDonough, Jason Ness, Kyle Dake, Brent Medcalf, J.P. O'Connor, Andrew Howe, Jay Borschel. Max Askren, Jake Varner, and David. Anybody know how to say that? Zabriskie. Zabriskie. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, again,
0: with this one, let's take a look at it. Where do we want to end?
1: Either or I think one Varner
0: Cox. Or Varner Cox. I was about to say Varner Cox. Varner Cox. That's what I was kind of thinking too. All right. We'll start off at the heavy guys. Uh, Kyle Snyder of Ohio State. Versus David Zabriskie, Iowa State, um, and Jack. At this point in his career, where are we with Kyle Snyder? What he was
1: a runner-up in 2015 and a champ in 2016. So
2: he's uh, all right. Did something world cool.
1: world champ in 2015 and Olympic champ in 2016.
0: So <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're fresh off an Olympic gold. Forgot for about that here. Um, versus David Zabriskie um, and Seth. Tell us a little bit about him.
2: Uh, David Zabriskie was a three-time All-American and a one-time champ for Iowa State.
0: So, Trent, were you around the program at this time
3: with Zabriskie? Yeah, Zabriskie was a freshman when I was a senior, so I competed on the same team with him, and then I I coached at at Iowa State his senior year when he won. Um, I love Zabriskie, and he was a phenomenal wrestler, but I would probably say Kyle Snyder by bonus just because Zabriskie was weighing in at 225, and he would beat his athletes on conditioning. I think he had – I don't even know how many overtime matches he had his senior year, and I think he won damn near – was he undefeated his senior year? He might have had one loss, but he, he would always take heavier heavyweights and hand fight them and, and neutralize them, and then overtime they'd be so exhausted he get an easy takedown or an easy ride out or get out. He had a game plan that he stuck to, but I don't think that was working against Kyle Snyder. I think we definitely got
0: two smaller heavyweights here, especially this year for Kyle Snyder. Sophomore year, is his first year at heavyweight. Um so you got to think he's probably weighing around the same, right? Um but yeah, I think it's it's Kyle Snyder for bonus with bonus points for me.
2: Um I got a major decision as well. I'm mean, I'm in on a major decision for Kyle Snyder.
1: Same here.
2: All right, Earl. Yep. Major right.
1: decision
0: everybody's following suit with a major decision for mr kyle snyder um and we'll we'll circle back around to the top 125 pounds nico mega Lutus of penn state finally captures that national title that eluded him for multiple years versus matt mcdonough as a freshman taking the national title there um but a little bit more in depth for it uh, jack tell us a little bit about nico and, and his career
1: Sort of uh, so, he was a runner-up in 2012, losing to Matt McDonough, but he beat Jared Patterson, Zach Sanders, and Frank Perelli in his run to the finals uh, as the 10 seed. Uh, he was a runner-up in 2013, losing to Delgado. He was the four seed that year and upset Alan Waters, the 1 seed in the semis. He was 3rd in 2014, losing to Naishon in the semis, but he beat Corey Clark, Darian Cruz, Eddie Clamara, Jared Patterson, and Joey Dance. In that route, which I thought was one of the more impressive uh, runs um, in his career. And then he won it this year, uh, beating David Terrell uh, and Thomas Gilman in the finals, where his other wins.
2: On the other end, Seth, fill us in on Matt McDonough. Yes, this is freshman year, um, Matt McDonough. And he just kind of popped on the scene this year and he ended up wrestling Andrew long in the finals this year. And that was crazy because two freshmen made the finals that year and McDonough ended up getting the win there.
0: Yeah. Um, Man, I think this one's interesting to talk about because obviously, you know, the first thing that kind of pops into your head is the the head to head win and the finals for McDonough uh, in 2012, but we got to, Got to keep in mind that we're talking about only freshman year, Matt McDonough. So this just this one year we're talking about versus, uh, you know, senior Nico that captured the title. And if we think that it might have been different with these two guys meeting specifically, um, so Earl, do you want to break that down for us?
4: Yeah, I, I would say it's different. Uh, senior Nico against freshman McDonough. I, I would I would go for, uh, Nico on this one.
1: All right. Met, Metcalf was the Hodge
2: winner this year. Metcalf. Ness. Jason
0: yeah.
2: Ness. Yeah. Yes. So, Angel Metcalf won an eight-one eight seed uh, in the 2010 bracket and lost to Andrew Long, beat him up pretty good, and then McDonald beat Andrew Long. Yeah. Um, man, I, it's it's
0: really hard with that head-to-head later. Um, ah,
1: man, so oh, what? I eat my words. It was Jason Ness. What I years, told you, Jack. Dude, why did I think it was Metcalf? Why? I'm I'm an idiot. Okay,
3: I I'm sorry. I doubt all. What, do
1: what do you guys think about
0: as far as McDonough's career? What was McDonough's I'd, best year?
3: I'd say it doesn't hurt McDonough that he was a freshman because the longer his career went on, like his senior, what did he get fifth? He was he obviously plays. no, he
1: didn't place.
3: Oh, he didn't. It, okay, I think he was a very very big 125 pounder. And as each year passed, and he had to keep making that weight, I think it affected the way he wrestled. So, the heads-up match makes me lean towards McDonough. But later on in uh, Magaludis's career, beating both Corey Clark and uh, Gilman makes me think that he got a lot tougher and would beat him his senior year. But so I'm gonna
2: go with McDonough just for stylistically. I've wrestled. That's around. what I had but I wrestled around with both these guys a lot and um, McDonough can finish on Megalutus. Like his flexibility wasn't a problem. McDonough just goes, 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 goes until he gets that takedown. And he does this kind of funky thing where he kind of lays on the leg and slowly rotates around. And um, even in the one match, I know it was later on that they did wrestle. He didn't really struggle a ton with his finishes. And that's kind of, that's kind of Megalutis would win because guys could not, Finish their takedowns on him, and he'd turn it into his own points. And I just don't see that happening, even against a freshman McDonough.
3: And McDonough was a longer, lengthy guy that could finish like that. Seth and both Gilman and Clark were more short and stocky. Yeah, yeah. I don't know
1: where I'm leaning here because this
3: would be a fun one.
1: Because they had a really tight match when they wrestled in the finals. I watched it, and it was like neck and neck down to the wire. But like I don't I think it helps McDonough that he's a freshman. Because like Trent said, like he was struggling to make 25 by the end. And then he started getting hurt because of it. And then but obviously Nico got way better as his career went on. So I got McDonough. I've got McDonough. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: well, thanks for for making it easy for me because I really didn't want to be put in that position. Um, but yeah, I would have went with McDonough as well. Um, I was really dangerously close with going with Nico because like you said, it was, it was a really tight match when they, they met up that year in the finals. Um, but I I think that these years make it even tougher because yeah, going back to 2010, I think that makes McDonough even tougher than 2012 and Nico obviously got tougher as his career went on. So I think it's super close. Um, but yeah, I would have went with McDonough as well. Um, so we've got McDonough with the win in this match, and we can go ahead and move on to our next match and see if a Hodge Trophy winner is finally going to get a win in this episode or not. Um, so Jason Ness of Minnesota versus Nashon Garrett of Cornell. Um, fill us in on Nashon, Jack, since you seem to have a very, very easy decision on your hands up there.
1: Uh, yeah, I've already made my decision. Uh, third in 2013 as the sixth seed, he beat Matt McDonough in the quarters, lost to Jesse Delgado in the semis, and then he beat Jared Garnett and Alan Waters to take third. He was a runner-up in 2014, losing to Jesse Delgado in the finals. Um, he was fifth in 2015 as last year um, at 125, losing to Zeke Moisey, and then he came back, beat Ronnie Bresser and Connor Utzi um And then he was a champ in 2016, going through Nathan Kreiser, Earl Hall, Stuck, returning champ Cody Brewer, and then beat Cor- Cody or Corey Clark to win.
0: All right, and on the other end of things,
2: Seth, tell us about Jason Ness. So Jason Ness was a bonus point machine. This is his senior year. He was pinning dudes with a half Nelson left and right. um This dude was unreal. I wrestled with, around with him in high school and i was like oh this dude does a half nelson big deal and he freaking pinned me like 87 times in like two minutes with a half nelson but uh yeah he ow that year um his his NCA run he beat tyler graff he beat jordan oliver and then he beat dan dennis so decent decent little run right there and like i said he had 73 um pins throughout his career so he was a he was a pinning machine
0: yeah yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll i start it off. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about specifically these years, these guys, and Jason Ness, 31-0 and 0 with 19 pins, a Hodge trophy and OW, um, and possibly the match that kicked off my super fandom for the sport um, with him beating Dan Dennis in that last, like, 10 seconds. I'll never forget it. It's like a, a fake duck under, bear hug straight to the back. I remember seeing that match and just, loving the sport just 10 times more going into the wrestling room and practicing that exact, that exact move. I was like, eventually I'm going to hit this in a match. It's going to be awesome. Um, and so I, I can't pick against, I can't pick against it, man. I got Jason Ness.
1: No, 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 no. I'm next. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nation Garrett was unstoppable this year. <laughs> Literally unstoppable. He When he wrestled Cody Brewer, he took him down to his back, let him up, took him down to his back again and pinned him all in like 20 seconds. The returning national champ who dominated everyone the year before. That match solidifies like one of the greatest like bump ups and like, I I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it because I mean, the guys that he beat, I think that Jason Ness's run is better. I think that was... That's sick, Graf, and then um, Oliver, and then Daniel Dennis. That's that's amazing. But what Neishon did to this one thirty three weight was like unheard of. I I don't know. I I don't think that he was losing at all. I don't think that there was
2: a chance. Mm.
0: All right, Seth, what are you thinking?
2: I got Jason S all day in this one. I think all the day. Matt wrestling. Oh I, think wrestling is <laughs> um, I think the mat wrestling's gonna be the difference. I think Nashon was on fire that year, but he did did have close matches throughout the season. He had a couple of four two matches with some okay guys, and um, yeah, I think he turned it on at NCAs for sure. But Ness found a way to win that year, it's his senior year, and he wasn't gonna get denied, as you can see in that Dennis match, and. uh, yeah, I think I think that the Matt Wrestle is the difference there. I think that maybe Nashon gets out there, gets some takedowns, but Ness gets on top.
0: This is a good match to talk about because statistically they're they're pretty similar. You know, they're both four time All Americans, two time finalists, champ senior year. Um so it really gets into the nitty gritty of what you're seeing with the match. Um but Earl, how are you feeling?
4: Yeah, I have to go with Ness also. I love the, the all the pins he had. Um this weight class we always talk about 149 in 2008. This weight class was, you know, pretty pretty far close up there. If you have uh all these world teamers of Ness, Dennis, uh Franklin Gomez, uh Graf, Boris Novachkov, uh Oliver. Oliver, yeah, Oliver hasn't been there yet, but you know, he's just as good as those guys. So, uh
3: yeah, I'm
0: I'm going Ness all right and trent what were you feeling on this yeah i'm
3: going ness in a in a close match ness was very dominant i remember when he was a freshman he wrestled fanthorpe in the duel and i was like who the heck is this kid because he was very very good at a young age and just kept getting better and he um like at the senior level he took a few years off then he came back and i think in one tournament he beat <clears throat> malnero he yep. he could wrestle in all positions and i think uh i'll, I'll go with ness yeah
2: cement mixer Molinero. Stuck
3: yeah, up. I can
2: visually see Jack's blood <laughs> boiling right now.
1: I mean, I just... I, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I, I don't think it would happen. I mean, yeah. Nayshawn Garrett was untouchable that year. I, mean, hey. I don't well, think the,
2: it would happen. Didn't, didn't Brewer beat him after that in freestyle like, a couple months later?
1: We're talking about folk style. No, we, can know talk about, we can talk about Jason Ness's freestyle career. Then he did. I, mean, I don't
2: think he wrestled. Hey, this is a crazy thing about Jason Ness, is He was suffering some bad neck injuries his whole career. Like man, I talked man, to him. Man. I talked to some people. I think he he was on the mat maybe once a week during his senior year. This
1: man, year so or
2: the year you want? This year, the hot That's trophy. amazing. That is crazy. Um, but jumping
0: down to one forty-one, Dean Heil of Oklahoma State versus uh, Kyle Dake. Um, so tell us where are they at in this year specifically. Seth,
2: start us off with Kyle Dake. Uh, this is also freshman Kyle Dake here, beat Montel Marion in the finals. And yeah, freshman year for this is where he started his unbelievable college career. All right. On the other end of
0: things, Dean Heil,
1: he was fourth in 2015 as the 14th seed, uh, beating Le'Veon Mays in the first round. Um, or in the second round, and then losing to Chris McCarty in the quarters, came back, beat Anthony Ashnault, Kevin Jack, and then lost to Devin Carter uh, for third. Um, he was the champ in 2016, beating Randy Cruz, Joey Ward, Anthony Ashnault, and Bryce Meredith to win it. Yep. And- I think that if we're gonna look at this match, is is there danger or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like, if there's not danger, then it's a lot closer. Like, if there's danger, then like it's a totally different Dean Hile.
0: I think it unfortunately we have to say no danger because there was not that was not in the rules in either of these years. So to make yeah, it. And I think as it's actually something
1: I've got to think about.
0: Yeah. Wow. I, I Very agree. Match. I think danger kills Hile in most matches. I mean that's oh, yeah. can we just call it the Hile rule? Because No
1: No, <laughs> when they made the rule, Dean Hile tweeted, he said, Mama, look, I made it, or something like that. <laughs> like like was like took a picture of it
0: and it was, <laughs> i mean was like, it's 100 yeah. percent because of him
1: oh huh? yeah i mean georgie had him on his back for the whole match oh uh, yeah in the scuffle and in the, the regular title. so did bryce
0: for for the most of the a good percentage of the match he had him in danger like it, it just, oh man i don't know like there's not i have a lot of wrestlers that i that i really love in college wrestling um for dean heil though it kind of it goes the other way for me, man. I, I don't know. Like I, I, I like the guy, but just I cannot get over how many matches he won because of that stupid position that is now a rule. And, oh, man, I, I hate it. I hated it. Yeah. yeah. No, De Camilla should have won that match. Mm. But anyways, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Earl, what are you seeing from these two guys?
4: Yeah, it's it's hard to try to you know frame Kyle Dakin just this freshman year because um, he obviously wasn't the same guy as he was you know two and three years later. But uh, I don't know. I, I still I feel like he'd find a way to win this thing. Regular decision.
3: He be yeah.
2: yeah. I think this is the year, and then he beat Reese Humphrey in tiebreakers in the semis. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, he was the, he was the one seed going in, so he was had a good year and he just found a way to win just like he did his entire career i got kyle dake too i've got dake
1: give me give me the goat of college wrestling
2: yeah i got him as well it's
0: kind of like that same thing i was talking with yanni earlier dude just finds a way to win no matter what and um i I don't see dean hile hanging in that danger position against kyle dake what about you trent what do you what do you got on this one
3: i got dake and uh probably a one point match i think that they're both very hard to score on but dake was just better defensively and would just find a way all right so cal dake takes that match and we'll move on
0: to a match that we have talked about in other projects we have done um zane rutherford versus brent metcalf this is 2016 zane rutherford and 2010 brent metcalf um so let's let's kick it off jack tell us where zane rutherford's at in his career in 2016
1: he was fifth in 2014, losing to Stever in Port, and he was the champ in 2016, pinning Pat Lugo, uh, pinning Justin Oliver, pinning Alec Pantaleo, and then majoring Brandon Sorensen in the finals. And then his other match was a tech. Um, so he bonus his way through the tournament um,
2: as a sophomore, redshirt sophomore. Man.
0: Was
2: he was he undefeated this year? Yes. Yeah. you asking about Zane. Yeah, he was undefeated the last three years, bro. Yeah. He was- Tried to freaking no. See. He
3: lost his senior year.
2: What's that?
3: Didn't Zane
0: lose his senior year? No. Who? No, he won a Hodge. Hodge Jr. Oh, that was Stever. Yeah, that was Stever. Well, I was just thinking because I was. Mean, to Zane. Yeah. This year, Daringer wins the Hodge, <laughs> but like that's what I was thinking of. Well, uh Daringer wins the Hodge this year, but I was just I was asking that because I was thinking back, and I'm like, those guys that you just said and who what he did to them, like. Man, he had to be right there for the Hodge that year as well. Um, but Ooh, what are you talking about? Zane, Zane. right there, that year. Oh, that yeah, was the they year wanted
1: to give it to him, but they gave it to Daringer because of his legacy.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It was a legacy give out.
0: Yep. Well, on the other end, Brett Metcalf, Seth Filson.
2: So this is his senior year. Uh, he's a two-time champ, three-time All-American. This is the year he lost to Lance Palmer at Big Ten, so then wrestled him again in the finals at NCA's and ended up winning that match. So he won the Hodge the year before, and uh, yeah. yeah. The senior year, Brent Metcalf.
1: I'll start us off. I
2: All think right. it's going to be Zane.
1: Um, I think 2008 Metcalf was his best year whenever he won that crazy weight class. Um, the loss to Lance Palmer kind of solidifies it for me you
2: guys yeah. don't understand with this so
0: you're, you're zane <laughs> team zane um all right trent what do you what do you think
3: yeah i'd, I'd go rutherford in a really close match i think uh the palmer loss sways me i just know how good of a competitor metcalf was and how he would break a lot of really really good wrestlers but zane could match that pace and was better on on the mat so i got to give him the nod yep how about you, Earl.
4: Yeah, it's kind of to echo what Trent said. I, I think they're pretty similar in their strengths, except for uh, Rutherford on the mat uh, separated himself. So I'm going with him.
0: I completely agree. Completely agree. So we got Zane Rutherford with the win at 149, and it's honestly not as much of a conversation as I would have thought. Um, but Rutherford winning this match, moving on, and we're going to go to 157 pounds where Isaiah Martinez is going to take on J.P. O'Connor. Um, Jack, kick us off. Isaiah Martinez.
1: He was the champ in 2015, beating Nick Brissetta, James Green, and Brian Riobuto. And then he was the champ in 2016, uh, beating Nick Brissetta, Ian Miller, and Jason Knoll.
2: Man. All Man. right jp o'connor he was a senior this year 35 and 0 undefeated he was a three-time all-american one-time champ and uh yeah i think he might have yeah i think he was first in harvard history or something like
1: jesse that. jansen was first i think he was second
2: second second so yeah one of the best wrestlers to come out of harvard and uh yeah jp o'connor
0: all right the harvard man yeah I, I think for me it's pretty easy one here it's isaiah martinez um again we kind of talked about it but this at this point in his career we're thinking about isaiah martinez being a four-time champ um we're, we're definitely thinking of him being one of the best to ever do it and so it's just one of the situations where there's not many dudes i'm going to pick over isaiah martinez in this year so i'm our decision jack i'm our i'm our i'm, I'm our. our yeah all right trent
3: yeah, IMR for sure. JP was very tough and went undefeated his senior year. He was good on top with legs, but I think IMR was just a little bit on a different level.
0: Same for you, Earl. Yep, clean sweep. All right, and we're all going uh, decision here?
1: I would I would offer up a major, but... If y'all are okay with this decision, I'm okay with that too. If
2: it was yeah, I think uh as Martinez his freshman year had that unreal bonus point kind of streak at NCAs, but he didn't bonus as many guys as next year there.
0: Yeah.
3: Say decision.
0: Yeah. Cool. All
2: right. I'm our moving on,
0: and we are gonna head to one hundred sixty five pounds with our second Hodge trophy winner of the duel, Alex Daringer. This is senior Alex Daringer versus Andrew Howe. Um, This is a a really cool one to talk about as well. So, uh, Jack, kick us off with Alex Derringer.
1: Third in 2013, as the sixth seed, um, lost to Derek St. John in the semis. Uh, Champ in 2014, beating Joey LaValle, Nestor Taffer in that crazy 18-11 match. Um, Brian Realbudo and then Dylan Ness in the finals. Um, Champ in 2015, beating Bo Jordan and Taylor Walsh. Um, And then champ in 2016 beating Daniel Lewis and Isaac Jordan.
0: All right. On the other end of things,
2: Andrew Howe for Seth Gross. Um, Andrew Howe, this was his sophomore season. And this is before he went to Oklahoma. He was a finalist as a freshman, was a runner up. And then he won it the next year and he wrestled uh, in the finals. He beat Dan Villamont nine to three. And then before that, he beat Tyler Caldwell in the semis. So, that's Andrew Howe's sophomore season.
0: Yeah, um, Earl, do you want to do you want to start us off with this one?
4: Yeah, um, man, I really liked uh, Andrew Howe. He's about as hard of a hand fighter, and, you know, crazy pace, physical guy. But uh, I, I just think uh, Deeringer would be a little too slick for him. I'd give him a,
3: a slight edge. All right. And uh, what about you, Trent? Instinct, instinctively, like when I first looked at it, I thought how just because firsthand wrestling how and knowing the pace he can keep and how hard he is to score on. But what sticks out in my mind is Perry de- defeating how twice that year. And I think Derringer was a little bit better than Perry. And I know they changed the rule with the head and arm, two legs in because of the how match, but I think Derringer would have slicked him or caught him somehow. All right, Seth.
2: I'm on board with that. I got
3: Derringer, too.
2: Same for you, Jack. Yeah,
1: I want to deep dive this match a little more. I think that it's closer.
3: Um, Yeah, very close.
1: I I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, would Derringer do better – in Howe's shoes, and would how do the same? Like I think how would be a three-time national champ if he was in Daringer okay. shoes. Like I think he would beat Bo Jordan and Taylor Walsh. I think he would beat Daniel Lewis and Isaac Jordan. I think he would beat LaValle, Taffer, Rio Budo, Ness. I mean, I don't know. Like from an accolade standpoint, it's definitely Daringer. But
2: who did how think- lose to his freshman year in the finals? King. King. In overtime,
1: I think Daringer Der- beats King. Yeah, I'll go Daringer. Yeah,
0: um, I yeah, I'm gonna go Daringer as well. I think that the interesting thing to think back about Daringer's career is um, he got a third his freshman year and he lost to it, it was Derek St. John, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Finals, um, and then you got to think if if he beats St. John, doesn't that set up a Daringer uh, Kyle Dake finals? I believe that would have been no, Dude. or is Dude. that the year after? David. Derek
1: St. John won
2: that year. Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: did he win that year? He won, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: he beat uh uh Welch in the finals.
0: Wow. So we're uh man, that's that's I I think it's really interesting to talk about some of the guys that are really close to four. Um and I think that's that's pretty close right there. Um losing. I think St. John
2: John beat him actually two two times that year. St. John had his number.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Ringer moves on. Um, and and takes out Andrew Howe. 174 pounds, Miles Martin of Ohio State versus Jay Borshall of Iowa. This one's a cool one to talk about as well. Um,
2: Kick us off with Jay Borshall, Seth. Um, Jay Borshall was a one-time champ, two-time All-American for Iowa. Um, Yeah, this was his senior season, and he beat uh, Mac Lunas, um, in the finals, and he beat
3: Chris Henrich in the semis. And in that match, uh, he was losing 9 2 in the third period and came back. Yeah, that he, he was one of the back. loudest,
4: loudest atmospheres I've ever heard when he yeah. secured uh, riding time, like as the,
0: the clock expired.
2: Jeez, 10 9 win that match. Huh? Yeah.
0: Just was not going to be denied.
1: Henrich um, got two or three first period takedowns. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, if you watch that match, you'll feel you'll feel a, a, like a hurt in your heart. I remember watching it because Henrik hit this sweet. It was a knee pull, and when he knee pulled, like as he grabbed the leg, he would sweep his arms and put him right on his butt, like immediately as he hit it. So he just blow through him,
4: mm. and he
1: would his setup was he go tap 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 like snap go, and so Borsha was like all up here and then Henrik was down hit him it, it was really cool it was really cool
0: yeah man. and also another thing for Borchel this year was you know that crazy one in the semis and then hitting Mac Lunas in the finals Mac Lunas is undefeated one seed that hadn't been taken down all year um, and Borchel ends up taking him down either two or three times um, so that's pretty pretty solid run there for that year um, and then on the other side, Miles Martin, Jack, take us away with Miles Martin.
1: He was the champ in 2016 of the, as the 11th seed. Uh, he only hit one seeded wrestler, um, until he got to the finals. So he was the 11th seed. He hit the sixth seed, but then he wrestled, I think I want to say Matt Reed from Oklahoma who was, uh, unseeded. And then he wrestled Laylan we- Weatherspoon in the semis who was also unseeded. And then he wrestled Bo Nickel. So just an interesting like stat I found. Um so I wanted to look up more wins. He beat Nate Jackson at Big Tens twice that year, who was the only person that beat Bo um that year as well until the finals, obviously.
0: He also got beat by Bo that year like three times.
1: I and think it, was, he- it wasn't close. I don't like he got pinned in the first period at Big Tens.
0: Yeah. Like it, it wasn't even a thought. And I wonder if that might have gotten to Bo's head for the finals. I think, you know, Bo might have been thinking, all right, I'm going to walk through this guy and, and then got caught in that throw um, and then really had to turn it on and try to come back. And it was kind of too late at that point. Um, but that's another situation. Like I talked before, man, this Miles Martin freshman year, 11 seed is the only thing standing in the way of Bo Nickel being a four-timer. I think that's, that's another, and really it's only, it's one throw <laughs> that stood uh, in that way. But this, this is an interesting match for me. Um, I, I think that freshman Mymar is, is as great as he was and that, that run he had, uh, you know, like you said, he didn't really hit too many of the top guys. Um, he had an, a decent year. Um, but for me, I think it's Jay Borchel and and I'm, I don't know. I, I'm I'm even throwing out a potential major here for for Borschel. Yeah, I
2: got I got Jay Borschel
3: regular decision
1: in this one. Jay Borschel regular decision for me. Yeah,
3: I'd agree with Borschel regular decision. I think that Martin always uh, struggled with who was the 84 pounder from Iowa, Brooks Brooks, and I think Borschel was a little bit better version of Brooks.
0: Yep, Earl. What do you think?
4: Yeah, give me Borschel with a regular decision as well.
0: All right, Borsal regular decision, um, and we'll, we'll go on. We'll keep going. We got 184 pounds coming up, Gabe Dean versus Max Askren. Uh, tell us about Gabe Dean, Jack. Uh,
1: so he was third in 2014, losing to Ed Ruth after beating him in the scuffle finals. Uh, he's the champ in 2015, beating Tim Dudley, Sammy Brooks, Vic Avery, and Nate Brown to win it. And then he was the champ in 2016, beating Pete Renda in the semis and Tim Dudley in the finals.
0: All right. And on the other end, on the other end, we have Max Askren of Missouri. Seth, tell us about Max.
2: So this was Max's uh, senior year, so he ended up being a one-time champ, three-time All-American, and um, he beat Joe LeBlanc in overtime in the semis, and then he beat – Kirk Smith in the finals, 10 to three. So that was his senior campaign there. All right. Um,
0: Earl, kick us off. What do you think about this one?
4: Yeah. That, that Max Askren semi with Joe LeBlanc, that was a pretty wild match. I recommend going back and watching that one. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty good uh, stylistic matchup. Askren was uh, 97, I think for his entire career before coming down to 84. Um, you know he he battled with a lot of those guys uh you know the Varners and Bresters and stuff like that so um he he may have fared well if he was 84 i think they probably had Raymond Jordan there before him but uh I oh, mean uh i'd probably lean towards Gabe Dean but uh not by much
3: all right trent what are you feeling with this dean by decision max was a very, very tough wrestler. But what sticks out in my mind is Dean um, beating Ruth and, and Ruth having a nasty cradle-like ass If he can get past Ruth's cradle, then I think that he can get the decision here. Yeah. Uh, Jack?
0: Dean. All right. And Seth? I'm going very, very close, but Dean. All right. Well, yeah, I, I I'm on the board. On board with that one, Gabe Dean as well, clean sweep um, and we've all got a, a decision for Dean yeah mm. all right, so that sets up man that that sets up a a fifteen to twelve match where the uh the last match could could leave us in a tie or or could could push for the win um but last match of the duel Jaden Cox of Missouri versus Jake Varner. Uh, This is a very exciting one to talk about and tell us where they are in their point at this point in their career. Seth, where is Jake Varner in 2010?
2: Jake Varner is a senior in 2010. He, uh, he was a four time finalist, two time NCAA champ. Um, He beat Craig Rester that year and Cam Simez in the semis. And he might've went on to win a gold medal or something like that in the Olympics. But Yeah, Jake Varner, monster, had a very, very good uh, college career. Awesome. And the other end of things, Jaden Cox wasn't Varner
3: on the world team in two thousand nine too.
2: He might have been. I think he made. Yeah, I think that's right. He made one. You would know better than us. (laughs) I'm pretty
3: sure he was. So he was already a world team member by his junior year.
1: Yeah. Well. Jaden a, was a champ in 2014, beating Connor Hartman from Duke in the quarters and Nick Heflin in the finals. He was fifth in 2015, losing to Kyle Snyder in the semis and then dropping another match to Morgan McIntosh in the next round. He was a champ in 2016, beating Brett Farr in the semis and then Morgan McIntosh in the finals. Um, and then this year he made the Olympic team and got bronze
2: as well. Oh, man, I don't even know where to start on this one. They're so
1: similar, I feel like. They're so stingy.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, they're both both incredible defense, you know, stingy and, and it's tighter matches for me. I, I feel like Jaden might be a little bit better of a, in the offense position. I think he might be a little bit better scorer. Um, a little bit, I think it favors him if they get into scramble positions. Um, and, and so super, super close. Uh, it's really hard to be nitpicky with these two guys for me, but I think I'm going to lean Cox because of his just, I think he's a little bit better offensively. So I'm going to lean Cox on this one. How about you, Seth? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> trying to make different people go first. Um, Man, this one's so hard for me. I don't know why. I love Cox and I think he is. I think he's the best U.S. wrestler right now. That's probably an unpopular opinion, but that dude, as of, like, this year, is unstoppable. 2016. Oh, man. He did go on to win a bronze that year. I think he got a lot better after that and jumped levels. I think Jake Farner, um, at that time was close to, you know, getting close to his peak. Um... I'm gonna go Jake Varner in a very very close match. All right. Um, Didn't what about you? Do that. Oh
0: man. Yeah, this is coming down to it. This is tough. I already got a uh, already got things in my back of my head trying to figure out how we break a tie. Um, but Trent, what are you <laughs> feeling? I think we we might know where you're heading.
3: It's, yeah. I don't want to seem biased, but I'll say Jake Varner, very tight match because. I think they are both very, very hard to score on. And if it came down to overtime rideouts, I think Jake Varner was better on the mat. Yeah.
1: Jake Varner is the best overtime ride out wrestler in history. <laughs>
3: Write that down. Yeah. I feel like he
1: always wins in ride outs. I don't know. I, I don't know Jay- if we
0: get there. I-, I think we I think we end it before overtime.
1: I think Jaden has the best defense ever. Um, I don't know. They, I, did they both have losses on this year? Do we know? Varner
3: lost in the Big 12 Finals, but eventually I know that, did a week later.
1: Jaden was the two seed because McIntosh was the one. So I want to say that McIntosh. It might have just been because
2: McIntosh beat him the year before and they never met there yeah. Because Missouri, Missouri doesn't have that tough of a schedule. I don't know. Earl, what, what do you What do you got? <laughs> Oh man,
4: well, Seth, <laughs> well, Seth. I don't think it's unpopular opinion that he's. I think he is the best uh, freestyler right now. In, I agree. I um, agree. But just limiting this to 2016, um, I have to go with Varner.
3: Okay, um, cool. Yeah, I, I, th- I think he know. wins a tight,
4: <laughs> tight match, overtime, ride out, something like that.
0: Wow, crap, <laughs> crap. All right, Seth. Or not, Seth. Uh, Jack, what, what? It's already decided. But are you are you leaning I think Varner? Like I still? don't have
1: to make a choice here. You still have to make a choice. <laughs> We're making a, make a choice.
2: Make a choice, uh, Jack.
1: Uh, I I think I Varner. Like by the end of his career, it just seemed like he didn't like he wasn't gonna lose. I didn't really like Varner, but I was like wanting him to lose and it just seemed like he wouldn't freaking lose.
3: I think Varner could have won the Hodges senior year. He was pretty – I mean, he controlled every match beside – and he avenged the – I, I, I hey, think that back. He had the loss of Big 12, so I got to eat my words.
2: Hey, Jacob, didn't we say Kyle Snyder by major decision over Zabriskie?
0: Oh, yes, we, we did. did. Oh, thank you oh. for saving me. Oh, thank God. Okay, that makes me feel so much better.
2: <laughs> I can't,
1: I can't choose far. against Jaden. I'm going
2: Jaden. All be right, that was Jayden. that's that's by far the hardest one so far. I don't know. They, yeah, oh. yeah that one's tough. Um, I'm
0: so glad that you brought that up because yeah, we did do major decision, and I did not. I just missed that because um, that I was sitting in my head thinking, how do we break a tie? Because the first. The first criteria that I had, and, and all, honestly, the only one I thought was bonus points, um, and then past bonus points. I guess like I was gonna have to. I guess we were gonna have to go back and and decide which match was most likely to have bonus or something.
1: I but don't even know. in bonus, it's like it's like if there was a major in 2010, like that was the only way to tie it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So true. they would have both had the same amount of bonus. Yeah. There's gonna be tiebreakers for sure. Yeah, we we Four definitely three. gotta
2: gotta dive more into those tiebreakers because I about had a heart attack right here trying to figure out. <laughs> Maybe which. you should do like a Twitter poll on the team which team's gonna win, and if it's tied, you take. The- <coughs> winner. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we have the Twitter
0: polls up, so we have individual matches, but we could have. That's a good point. We could have went into the Twitter poll and figured out out. Or we could just do
1: sudden victory, like last match. Whoever wins the last match, they win it for their team.
0: I think we just put all these weights in a hat, randomly pull a weight, and then pick the runner-up versus the runner-up.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crazy stuff.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but all right, man. Well, this is awesome. We have come down to the end of this thing, and – 2016 the five seed edges out 2010 by 1.16 to 15 crazy duel a lot of fun to talk about I, i'm just blessed you guys join me and had such great just great conversation with this uh thanks again trent for coming on we we love having guys on especially guys that are as knowledgeable as yourself and and have wrestled with a bunch of these guys so really cool to have your unique perspective thank you for coming on man yeah thanks for having me all right, but
1: hi, Trenton.
0: Same right. thing, Earl, Seth, Jack. Always a pleasure. Love doing it, um, and I can't wait till the next one. So, from the HMA team slash Open Mat team, this is Jacob Pugley and the gang signing off. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening.